0: What is up, everyone? I'm Ryan from Fireside Yankees, and in today's episode, we're going to get to look at the Yankees' recap of their 4-3 win over the Detroit Tigers in spring training. I say this every episode, and I'm going to say this in every episode, wins and losses in spring training, they don't matter nearly as much as uh, just getting to see these guys play and getting some good at-bats, making sure that they're um, you know hitting the ball hard or uh, you know generating good contact or having good swings or their velocity is good. Those are really just the things that matter more than uh, anything else when we're talking about spring training. Training, but let's get started with the offensive side of the ball. The Yankees had a, uh, quite a few starters, but you know not a lot of guys are everyday regulars in the lineup. There are plenty of prospects we got to see today, uh, and we'll talk about them. So when it comes to the most notable performer in today's game, it was Isaiah Heiner Falefa. He had two hits today, a two-run home run the opposite field. Um, he had a pretty good day at the plate today, pretty impressive considering, quite frankly, he's someone that you don't expect much power from. He is still battling for that shortstop job, regardless of what people feel about him. You know that's he's fighting for that job and and that's just something that he's gonna have to do right so um, end of the day I can't really get it you know I know that some people are doing it as the Yankees are gonna get obsessed with that home run and you know view it as something to you know, criticize the Yankees for, but but quite frankly, the Yankees, if they're not going to make the decision based on a single home run by Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, and there are a lot of reports that have suggested that the Yankees are going to go with Oswald Peraza at the position. But moving on, we got to see a double from Oswaldo Cabrera. That was his only hit of the day. He went one for three. Uh, he continues to have a pretty good spring training, hitting 273 with an 895 OPS. Um, outside of that, there really wasn't much offense. The Yankees only had five hits today, so not really much to talk about. Uh, the only other guys with hits were uh, Anthony Siegler who had a hit and a walk and an RBI and Billy McKinney who had an RBI single so just a pretty quiet day for the Yankees at the plate on the pitching side of the ball we got to see Luis Severino who gave up two runs on two solo shots three strikeouts four hits four innings pitched not a bad showing his velocity was okay you know he's about a tick down his fastball which you anticipate that in spring training you kind of hope that that corrects itself you know as we get progress as we progress further towards um opening day and as at this point, you know, I know Luis Severino has struggled in spring training, but that's just kind of what Luis Severino does. He's throwing 56% fastballs uh, when you throw your fastball more than your slider and your are up by a significant margin. This type of stuff is going to happen. You're going to get rocked because his best pitch is his slider. So, you know, he's not going to be throwing his slider uh, that much in spring training compared to in regular season baseball where he'll go to that slider a lot more often uh, in more favorable counts. We also had to see Johnny Brito who pitched pretty well today. He gave up a home run and it was a solo shot, four hits, but he had no walks, three strikeouts, and three innings pitched. A pretty admirable performance. Um, You know, his fastball velocity was up. He was averaging 96 miles an hour on the four-seamer, 95.7 on the sinker. Um, Showed off a really nice changeup today. Quite frankly, though, the the only thing I'm really missing with... um, Johnny Brito is the ability to throw a quality breaking ball. Um, he really does struggle with finding, you know, that quality breaking ball that, that you know, stands out. Um, he has kind of a sweeping curveball, uh, and you kind of look at that as a pitch that maybe he can rely upon a little bit more. Um, but the slider just doesn't have... It just doesn't have the, the movement profile that you're looking for. It's more of a vertical movement profile. And, and quite frankly, you're looking for a little bit more than that uh, when we're talking about uh, having a quality breaking pitch. So um, the way I look at it is uh, it's a pitch that I personally think you should either ditch or try to uh, adjust. But the changeup and fastball definitely work well off of each other. That's part of that vertical separation. Um, you're trying to work a north-south there. Uh, and I think the curveball would help him with that as well. The changeup and fastball are going to work against left-handed batters. The curveball is going to work a little bit better against righties because it's moving a uh, away from right-handed batters and a horizontal movement uh works decently well against right-handed batters if you're a right-handed pitcher so um overall the the, the the makeup is there for him to be a pretty solid quality pitcher but there's a couple of tweaks i'd like him to make uh in spring training but he did go up a lot of soft contact 84.3 miles per hour is the exit velocity he averaged um he's a soft contact king uh he had three strikeouts today which is more than what he usually gets, um, and he's a guy who's a command-first guy, definitely a depth guy for the Yankees to look at. You know, someone that the Yankees are going to potentially rely upon. Um, you know, if they need someone to come out of the, uh, you know, come up from the minor leagues and give them a spot start here and there. James Norwood continues to impress. He had, a, you know, he tossed a scoreless inning, two strikeouts. You know, he's looked pretty good in camp. Um, his splitter and four-seam fastball combination are really, really, really good. Um, and while the four-seam fastball does Profile more as a dead zone fastball in terms of vertical movement, and we've talked about that before. Dead zone is this concept where in terms of vertical movement, the ball doesn't drop enough to be a sinking fastball uh, and get that ground ball action, and it doesn't get enough carry up in the strike zone to be a whiff pitch, but when played off of that splitter that drops like crazy, it's going to be a really good fastball to just be a show pitch. That's really all he needs it to do. Uh, all he needs it to be, really. It's a show pitch so that, you know, batters see the splitter in the, or the fastball, and they have to guess which one it is, and they're most likely going to guess wrong. And even if they guess right, that splitter is just so gross. The splitter is, it's a disgusting pitch. Um, I I look at James Norwood as someone the Yankees could really give some run to. Um, quite frankly... You know, James Norwood isn't like an old guy. You know, this isn't like a 33, 34-year-old coming back from injury. This is a guy in his 20s. He's 29 years old, has a power arm. You know, he's still in his, relatively speaking, his physical prime. He just hasn't had much success at the major league level, but he's shown signs of it. He's shown an ability to be able to get strikeouts. It's just a command issue right now. You know, um, if the Yankees figure out something, if they unlock something in Norwood, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Um, But then Matt Bowman closed the game. He threw a scoreless setting. That's kind of his first clean outing of the spring. Now, Matt Bowman, I know, has gotten a lot of hate because he's been really, really bad this spring. Um But... Quite frankly, the Yankees have had him around because they really, I mean, I like the cutter. I think the cutter is a quality pitch, uh, but the cutter velocity has been down, so that probably explains why he's been getting shelled. Um, If he can get that velocity back, it could be a real plus pitch for him, but um, I guess that we'll have to wait and see there. It just hasn't been an impressive spring for him. I don't imagine that there's much of a a future with the organization at the major league level for Matt Bowman. Maybe he uses this year to kind of rehab and get himself right and hit the market again uh, and pick up a flyer elsewhere. Um, But that really is what happens today. I mean, today wasn't really an event game, uh, there wasn't a lot of runs being scored, there weren't a lot of, you know, guys who were major leaguers, or guys who you anticipate will make the major league roster, uh, featured in today's game, um, at least Yankees walked away with a win, which is always good, uh, you know, again, spring training wins and losses don't matter, but you'd prefer to win, because winning's great, uh, but with that being said, thank you guys so much for checking us out, you guys have been great with the support lately, we're on the road to 5,000 subscribers by the time opening day hits, we'd appreciate if you guys helped us out with that journey, and we'd appreciate if you guys kept checking out what we did, you guys can like, comment, and subscribe, it helps the algorithm and it helps other people see our content. And turn on notifications so you know when we post. We've got you guys daily with podcasts in the morning. We've got you guys with post-game recaps after the game is over. We have highlights on our shorts constantly. Sam is doing great work on the TikTok with that as well. Go follow the TikTok. Go follow the Instagram. Go follow the Twitter page. Go follow the Facebook. We've got social platforms everywhere. I'm Ryan Garcia. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Garcia ESM if you want to watch some horrible tweets. And we'll see you guys in the next video. Peace out.